you know, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. It's still the Big Ten and Rich podcast. It is. It It is. is. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for coming. Have a good night. Basically, Big Big Ten and Bro. Yeah, Big Ten and... Uh, um, that's a old school throwback joke, Jimmy. Mm. Uh, uh, um, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Tan and Rich, the uh, podcast. That's us. Yes. We're um, here. episode we're at. I don't know. I forget. I'm gonna stop giving Hunt, numbers. Hunt some. We're just gonna give them names. Hunt some. Um, but um. Yeah, man, we got so much going on. I can't even remember what's going on. Uh, Kenny, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Good, man. That is great to hear. How's everything going in uh, Kenny's world? <sighs> Spicy, man. It's hot outside. Air conditioner doesn't want to work sometimes in the car. It's, you know. That's not good. I know. It's uh, a beautiful thing. My parents just went to uh, their, their AC unit going out, so they had to deal with that for a couple days. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they were not happy about it, but everything's being, up and up. That being said, I'm going to continue to ride through it. But yes. We'll get replaced at some point. <laughs> By maybe a not car tonight. that I'll never be able to decide on. But maybe not today, <clears throat> maybe not tomorrow, but someday. Uh-oh. Oh, I do have a question for you. What's up? Uh, speaking of, you can't make decisions on self uh, for yourself. And one of the greatest things I've ever done for you, and one of the funniest pranks I've ever pulled on you, as I got you a picture of one of your favorite LSU uh, football players without a frame. My question uh, to you is, is have you picked out a frame for it yet? No. <laughs> it is well, undoubtedly... It, it, uh, seriously, it's the nicest mean thing I've ever done to you. Ever. Yeah. I mean, it'll, 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 get, it'll get a frame. It'll get a frame. I have no doubt in my mind that it'll get a frame. But also, it could take two years for you to get a frame for this. Dude, the the Saints uh, hat show. uh, Oh, yeah, the draft one. Yeah. Still not in a frame. That one you don't really have to frame, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. I would, don't don't get me wrong. Frame it. It's going in a frame. Yeah. But, yeah. It's only it, honestly though it is on the list of things I want to get accomplished before the end of the year. But now you have to get matching frames for stuff. No, see, because the thing is like like because like the one you got me small enough to where I could actually put it on a frame that kicks out so it doesn't actually doesn't have to go on the wall. Yeah, that's uh that's what I did for uh, the the same guy that did yours is the guy that did Bill's. Oh, nice. So yeah, um, so yeah, it's it's super easy to find a frame that kicks out for that. Yeah, so yeah, as part of the list is getting some, I can get some extra, extra bookshelves in here, get the stuff cleared out, and get everything spread out, and get the frames, and basically just get this room finished. Nice, 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 nice. nice. All right, well, I guess let's get this uh, week start, this day started, this show oh, yeah. started. Um, how was uh? What do you got? How did you have going on this past week? Man, not a lot. Um, had a pretty pretty simple weekend, but we did go to uh, Shoku Ramen, which is a new nice. ramen spot out in like the twelve near like the twelve South area. I 
guess Hillsboro. It's all kind of like, yeah. But it's right around the corner from a Jenny's, so that's all. I told, that's, <laughs> that's basically right now. That's what I was telling Mindy. Like, if, if I'm telling people where things are at, it's basically going to be like in proximity to some Jenny's near something else. That's how I was just and with my direction. So it's around the corner from a Jenny's. Well, that's good. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, man, we thought we thought the uh, the place was really good. So nice. They kind of have like an anime theme going on. Like they have like anime characters and stuff. And there were a few things on the menu that we couldn't try yet. And I was kind of felt for them. Like they had one server. And we got there right when they opened. So it wasn't really that busy or anything. So well, that's always the best, man. Yeah. But like I, I was kind of just really, really wanted ramen. So I was just kind of like, man, I'm just going to go in. So I got their what they call their shinigami ramen which is like supposed to be their spiciest um and i just went ahead and got like extra meat and extra noodles and extra noodles for them means basically double noodles it took me so long to eat this bowl of ramen it was ridiculous it had so many noodles like the noodles almost were full to the top of the bowl I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I was like, man, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to. So I just kept going. But it was cool, man. It had like little piece, pieces of uh, fried chicken and roast pork and um, those, uh, like the, the soy marinated uh, eggs and, you know, just the normal stuff that's in ramen. But very good for, uh, for like Nashville ramen. Like it was actually pretty solid. So I think they're probably still going to need a little bit more time to uh you know get their get their feet under them and get more employees and stuff like that but definitely a place i'd go back to they have some really some pretty cool stuff they had oxtail ramen too and a couple other little add-ons um some spicy chicken uh chicken karage they didn't have they have it on the menu but it's not available yet uh their potstickers were actually really good so yeah i was i was uh I was impressed. Like, there's just not a lot of ramen available in Nashville. And I guess I got a feeling it's probably going to change, probably in pretty short order. Um, I mean, you know, we've got what is it? Uh, what you call it? Two Ten Jack, which was always one of the better ones. And then uh, there's the other Otaku. This is the other one. Oh yeah. So it's cool to have. It's cool to have some other some other options. But with as popular as ramen is, and as popular as Nashville is. I, I could just imagine something else popping up. I'm surprised that they don't have some ramen place in the new Fifth and Broad thing. But that could be just a matter of time. I think that would I don't know, man. The whole that that whole area just seems like it's built for like uh Nashville staples. Like you gotta go here, you gotta go here type of place. Yeah, like you true. said when you first did it. <laughs> When we first talked about it, you're like, you can just go here. You don't have to go to these different neighborhoods, which, you know, that's what I feel like it it became. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, though, like it, that place is for the tourists mostly, but it's great for people who live here because it's like, all right, if the tourists are in Nashville and there's a Hattie B's or there's a Prince's or a Dasano or, you know, name every all that stuff in this centralized location then tourists are less likely to go to the other locations you know yeah 
all they need is a biscuit love in that bitch and we're good to go. I might actually gonna set up shop, am I right? Yeah, I'm saying I might might actually be able to go back. Oh man, that's cool. oh this is something this is something I forgot. This is more of a bigger deal for me, but um and I think y'all actually went okay, so when you were in Oh god, here we go. Carolina <laughs> recently at okay. some point, did y'all not go did y'all go to a snooze? A uh, AM eatery. It's a breakfast place. I don't know. You say snooze? Yeah. S N O O C. And it's like called Snooze and AM Eatery. It's a breakfast place. And I thought, because there was one in San Diego, and I thought it was just out there. But then I remember, I feel like Lindsay posted something about some place. And I was like, oh, yeah, that place is good. We went to one. <laughs> Somewhere, maybe not, maybe not. Okay, maybe I'm thinking about maybe I'm thinking about Hawkers. Uh, Either that I or have... there is one. Maybe there is one in Carolina. <laughs> Hold on, let me see where these places are because I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you in the head for bringing this up. Why? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you why. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I, I got to figure out the different places there are snoozes. Uh, contact us. It doesn't say how many locations there are. Well, let's just let's just do it quick. Yeah, I'm on their website, but it doesn't say like it says contact us, but I don't feel like it'll give. Okay, so there's definitely there's definitely two of them in Charlotte. Okay, then I have I have definitely been here. Okay, and I have okay. I was worried about something else. I'll tell you about it in a second. But okay. yes, I have I have been here before. So. The reason why I brought that up, I, I feel like I saw, maybe I, maybe I'll check in, I don't know. I had a feeling there was one in Charlotte because of something that somebody said or a check-in or something. So that's when I realized, I was like, oh, this place, is a, this place isn't even a local place in San Diego, it's a chain. And I think I, I ended up reading, I, now I know it's actually a chain out of Denver, so it didn't even start in California anyways. Um, but they're opening one in Nashville right next to Hunter's Station. Oh, nice! And I am hyped because they, man, they got these uh, pineapple upside down pancakes, and they're man, they are fantastic. And I'm like, damn, that is, that couldn't couldn't be any better news. I don't, I didn't see exactly where it's going to be. All I heard, all I heard was it was next to Hunter Station somewhere, so it should be right across the street or next adjacent. I don't know, but super excited about that. It has nothing to do with what I did this week, but I did read about it this week. So he counts. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but man, other than that, yeah, we went to. I mean, uh, Ashton started school. How'd that go? Uh, he started last week. This is his second week. <laughs> I mean, he's going pretty good so far. He uh, clipped up today, which is a good thing. He got his first golden ticket of the year. Uh oh. Which he was, you know, excited about. What's he gonna spend it on? Uh, I don't. I don't think you can spend on anything. It's just like, hey, look, I did a good job. You're going to buy a donkey? I figure that's what you would you spend golden tickets on, a no, donkey. would be awesome. But a bolo. No, no donkeys this year because of COVID. So. Oh, yeah, COVID donkeys. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> I feel like a slogan for a COVID campaign, campaign would be, don't be a COVID donkey, wear a mask. <laughs> That's all I got. That's that's for free. That's somebody take that and run with it. Dang. <laughs> what else? Oh, we had open house today. 
we went over there for a little bit before for the podcast. Meet his just, uh, teachers. Yeah, and just kind of see what the what the structure is going to look like this year and all that. Nothing, nothing crazy. Did you size up any of the kids? Like, oh no, it was just, it was just the parents only thing. Did you size up the parents? Yeah, of course. You good? Yeah, we good. We're square. <laughs> they know what it is. They know what's cracking, baby. <laughs> Dude, if I went to an open house, I would show up with Timberlands with like blue jean shorts with the hammer loop, like a fitted Yankees cap going, yeah, what's cracking? Talking like Jada Kiss as much as possible. Hey, man. <laughs> Gotta keep him guessing. Oh, it's great. But yeah, other than that, man, he's uh, got, his, uh, got his yellow belt in Taekwondo. How's he doing with that? How's he's that? He's doing good, man. He's, he he loves it. Is he like learning discipline? He's like, no, man. He's yeah, crazy. yeah. Because that's the thing, man. If you walk in there and they're doing class, like they do not play. Like when they call the kids to the mat and stuff like that, like if they're not where they're supposed to be or they have stuff they're not supposed to have, like they let them have it. Oh, and I'm cool with it. I'm like, all right, he needs to learn how to listen, anyways. I mean, he does a pretty good job most of the time, but like sometimes he'll hear you, but he's not listening. Uh-huh. So, and he'll, somehow he'll end up without, without his pants on when he was supposed to keep them on, you know, stuff like that. So, because <laughs> he's not listening to what you're saying. So, right. But yeah, so all, all that stuff, all that stuff's cool. So, good. He likes it, and we always wanted to get him into something extracurricular, anyways. And, you know, with kids, this stuff's kind of, you know, they have their phases, and if he sticks with it, that's cool. If he decides to do something different, that's cool. But for now, that's what he wants to do. So, what he's doing but that was kind of it man like i didn't have a very this week this week and this weekend like i know like we're gonna get slammed and by that i mean our significant others are gonna say stuff to us like i just don't feel like a lot happened this week i mean i had a slow weekend at the house i really didn't do anything um i feel like the highlight of my weekend was I got wontons from Aldi's that were banging. I made, I put them in the air fryer. Oh, dude, they were just great. Um, like literally, that might have been the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> uh, it was so good. Some Aldi's coming through. Some Aldi's wontons were just amazing. Uh, I can't think of anything else, man. That was it. Did you get some like, rest? Huh? Did you get some rest, at least? Yeah, I got some rest. I did chill yeah. out. I mean, because I kind of had, I guess you could say the past two weekends, I was real busy. I had the vacation trip. And then that next weekend, that following weekend, I saw everybody. And uh, I did have something Saturday and Sunday of last week. So it was kind of cool just to chill out because we had Mindy's birthday party. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. So we kind of got to I got to chill out all all weekend. And oh, something I did do. Um, I got I texted you about this. I got into Call of Duty competitive. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which was I fully nerded out. Um, ended up getting my hundredth win, so I unlocked all the camos for it. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I like it because it's you, you get away from all it's it's just people who are taking the game just a little bit more seriously, and so I find that entertaining. Yeah. Um, hey and I'll be back in there as soon as I can walk in the store and buy me a PlayStation Five. 
Dude, you can. Oh yeah, because or or decide to build a computer. One of the two. Yeah, that's. I think me and you talk about that a lot. Is about uh, like like I made the joke. Is like I'm gonna build my computer before you, and it's gonna force you into building a computer. Which the more I think about it, that's just the better option. It's just to build it or have someone build it for you. And that way you can kind of pick and choose exactly what you want out of it. Yeah, there's a lot you can do too. Right. Exactly. It, other than other than games. So yeah, it's just, I'm still I'm 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 wrestling it. <laughs> we'll get it fi- oh excuse me, we'll get it figured out one day for sure. One day. Hold on, let me to make sure I haven't looked. I need to make sure we're still recording. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, my week was simple. Nothing nothing crazy, just chilled, um, hung out. Um, got to see the nephews for a little bit, so that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, so let's get into the show. Oh, yeah. Um, we did. We didn't. As a co- podcast, we kind of let y'all down last week. We we try to stay uh, abreast. You'll get the joke after I tell you what we're talking about on like current restaurant openings and different things that opening and one kind of slipped through the cracks. Especially feel bad about this because. It's also something that is near and dear to this podcast. Anytime there's a chicken place that opens up in Nashville, I feel like we should be, if we're not the people that break the news, we should be the next line that really breaks the news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now that joke makes sense. Get it abreast of, yeah. Get chicken. Ah. Okay. Anyways, um, Kenny, you let us know last week, and we're going to get to it this week. Who's opening up a chicken place in Nashville? The one and only Guy Fieri. <laughs> now I have to be honest with you right now. I was I was leaning towards because I've heard some interviews with him and he's just he's just a, a guy. He's nothing like he can be annoying, but Chevy just signed him on for a promotional thing where he had to make a apple pie with a hot dog in it. So like I was oh. on the fence about Guy Fieri, but then I'm like, uh, this guy's just annoying. Um, but I'm hoping this chicken place, I hope you tell me about this chicken place and it gets me excited about him again. All right. So the most important thing that you need to know about chicken guy is that there is donkey sauce on deck. Oh, God. So, how is that the most important though? How is donkey sauce the most important? Because man, any Guy Fieri restaurant that does not have donkey sauce is not a Guy Fieri restaurant. Like, <laughs> first, well, just just straight up. Are we sure donkey sauce goes with chicken though? I don't know, but he, like, it, but it's only but it's on it's on it's on the menu. Are we are we calling this a competitor to what's the chicken place? What's the big chicken place in Nashville? Hattie B's. Are we calling him a competitor to Hattie B's right now? I don't I don't think so because it's more like and this is the one thing I, I can appreciate is it's not a it's not a hot chicken like wannabe kind of place. It's literally just like chicken tenders. 
Oh, mm-hmm. so it's more like a competitor to uh, uh, Bojangles or, or Bojangles or or Raising Canes or something. Like. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Now I'm getting now. Not that he won't have hot chicken, which I'm sure he will. I mean, it's Nashville. Well, that's the cool thing. So I've been reading about like what they're gonna have, and like it's mostly just like fries and tenders. You get the tenders in a box, or you get them on a sandwich. And then your average, you know, like sides, fries. They have, I think, fried pickled chips and macaroni and cheese. Right. And uh, shakes and stuff, which a lot of people have that. But they have a lot of, like, um, cereal-based shakes and things like that. I like that because I don't think a lot of shake places take advantage of cereal. Yeah. But I will say this. It sounds kind of cool, though. It's almost like... Even almost like Buffalo Wild Wings style, but they've got like 20-something different kinds of sauces. And they do have a Nashville-themed sauce, but it's Nashville hot honey sauce. Oh. It's not, it's not like, hey, we're going to try to do our own, like, rip-off Nashville hot chicken. It's just hot honey, basically. Let's go. I'm about that. So. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean... I know it's down Second Avenue, kind of. I think it's in one of the buildings that got damaged uh-huh. during that explosion. Yeah. So maybe they'll end up being a whole row of uh, restaurants owned by celebrity chefs. We'll see. They take that's advantage what, of, the, of the cheap real estate. That's what we need. I, hold on. Stop right now. Stop the press. Nashville has a music row. Nashville kind of has like a, a a sports row. You know, over by Titan Stadium, they have a street over there for the football field. We need a celebrity chef row. Yeah, we so need a, a Hell's Kitchen. Of restaurants. Yes, a Hell's Kitchen. We need, it could be anybody, an emerald little like yeah. slaughter shop, something. We need, that's what we need. Just like six or seven, not tiny, but not huge celebrity restaurants. Just bam, no, bam, bam, bam. No bam. more no more country music star owned oh, bars and restaurants though. No. It's time to get the other side of that. Um, I mean, there's hey, I mean, I get it. It's a time and place for everything. Generates a lot of money for Nashville, but it does. Sick. But something different. So it's time for something different. We've done that. It's a success. Yes, they make a lot of money. Yes, they bring in other a lot of money. Let's just try something different now. Let's just have some fun food. Speaking of different, though, those what those Whataburgers should be landing here pretty soon. Yeah, early next um, year. Yeah. Oh, dude, I laughed so hard. Somebody was holding them, holding up the construction on it, and uh, um, they posted an article. It was the Facebook, the uh, Don- Hip Donaldson Group, and uh, a guy was like, "I'm tired of all these." Fa- restaurants popping up i wish we could get like a high-end or nice uh steakhouse restaurant here that could you know it'd be nice to go to you know like a a ruth's christ or something along those lines by here where do they mean do they mean nashville donaldson oh good lord and then and so then i told my sister about it and she goes does he not remember ellendale's and i was like yeah, that was in Donaldson. Dude, if you live in Donaldson, the Hickory, what is it? The old Hickory Steakhouse, the one that's in the the, the hotel. It's right yeah. down the road. 
I don't think people in Donaldson realize what they have around them. And I think people, and I'm going to say this, and I don't care if I get in trouble for it. I don't think people re- in Donaldson realize they live in Donaldson. Yeah. I think they think they live somewhere else. Maybe it's cooler than what it is. Yes. Exactly. I mean, there, there's some, a few couple of legit places out there, though. I mean, oh, no, the, there are. There are. Uh, there are some very good, like, good place like party foul out there i like party foul i like that party foul location specifically they make it exactly how i like it it's not you know it's cool vibes that's not the only restaurant i like out there but that's just the first one that pops in my head there's some new burger place i've been wanting to try out there uh i can't remember what it's called it can't it's not like a one-off place though it's not like a it's not like a big chain but it's Damn, I can't remember. Is it Culver's? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, oh, but, Bur- Burger and Company. Burger and Company. Good to play. in Old Hickory. It's in Old Hickory, not Donaldson. I'm sorry. Um, all right, back to um, back to Guy's Chicken Place. So I'm guessing a lot of fried food, pretty much. Well, that's food. the thing. is It's very basic. Like, so I can actually kind of like – I get that it's Guy Fieri and people give him a hard time. But it actually is basic enough to probably be – decent it's almost like a chicken version of like in and out it's like everything is like you got you you literally you got tenders yeah or tenders on bread and there's there's different kind of sandwiches but all it is is like tenders with cheese on it and different kind of sauces and maybe like some some bacon yeah or some avocado or you know stuff like that but it's like it's really just the tenders so my in, thought on in this different is, ways. it's not necessarily, okay, the food will be good. The tenders, the actual tenders will be good. I'm not saying they're not going to be by this statement. It's almost like the sauces are what's important, and they just well, have everything. Yeah. The, everything else is just a carrier for said sauce. Kind of, because yeah, on the cup it says the boss of sauce. Yeah, and so, and we know he does enjoy uh borrowing sauce ideas from the various restaurants he goes to oh sure you know and yeah, and, and, oh no no <laughs> he has done it if there uh, there have been times where he has well he says got, on tv sometimes like i don't remember like he'll he'll like watch somebody make something or whatever he's like yeah i'm using that yeah like, he'll flat out say it like something so, like, he's never seen before he's like yeah that's, I'm, I'm stealing that so it's just one of those things where i'm like he knows what he's doing and guess what he does it better than anybody else. That's why he's as successful as he is. I'll say this: that's, that's the thing with him. Like people, you know, he's, people think he's cheesy and stuff like that. And to a certain extent, some of his stuff kind of is. But like, he man, he actually like a lot of these restaurants. Like you hear when he goes, he does like a couple shows because I watch that stuff all the time. And like, he'll go back to places like ten years later, and they'll talk about like he had one show, whole show dedicated to like going back to places that he went to like years ago. And they'll talk about like the drastic difference that it right. made for their business, and the fact like it, he'll go to like one little rinky dink place, and because of the business they made, just from being off on that TV show, like they have like three or four locations now. You know, like they can they just it completely turned them around as far as like just visibility and stuff like that. It's like free advertisement, obviously. Um, and then if a guy gets to make a sauce out of it, you know. Who is whatever? The, <laughs> who is the he? He's kind of like a celebrity cook, but he's gone higher than that now. He's more of a uh, uh, 
a foodie, but he does a lot of other work. Um, he owned Bauhaus in New York. Is it oh, Eddie? Oh, yeah. Eddie. Eddie can't, uh, I don't want to mispronounce his last name, but. It starts with Huang? Huang. Huang. Anyways, I won't say his last name because I don't want to mispronounce it and I don't want to be disrespectful to him. But <clears throat> in his book, he talks very highly of two chefs that he respected a lot. One of those was Anthony Bourdain. Okay, it's Huang. Me, is it Huang? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kenny. I do appreciate that. Because we on this podcast, we don't want to be disrespectful. Book it. Back to the story. <laughs> in his book, he talked very highly of uh, Anthony Bourdain, you know, like how he, he he appreciated him a lot. The other one what he talked to was, talked very highly of was Guy Fieri. And he spoke on how, you know, he gets a bad rap for how cheesy he is, but he never will, he'll never speak ill of him because he did a cooking show on the Food Network that he won. <sighs> And Guy told him, he goes, man, you did win this. We all voted for yours. We all said yours was the best. But you lost because you're not a TV personality right now. He goes, but your food is there. Yeah. And he, said, and he said that he spent time with him and they talked. And he said he was very respectful towards him. And so he's like, that will stay with me forever. Yeah, it's like, and the you hear all this great, like he does a lot of stuff, like all these different, like just – like organizations, charities, and the stuff he does for the restaurants, and he like he and that's the thing is like he comes like he becomes like legitimate friends with like these restaurant owners and stuff like that after he does the show. Like he keeps he contact a, with a lot of them. Like he was a big um, proponer, donator, and uh, advertiser for the Barstool Fund. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he helps out a lot with that too to get it started. So I think I think he's pretty highly respected. People that actually know him, if you just look at him and know him as the you know diners, drivers, and dives guy, like. But I'll tell you this, like, I mean, I can watch that show. <laughs> I don't care. I'll sit there and watch that shit, like, back to back to back to back to back. I don't know what it is, but I just I, I love shows like that where they just it's go a different good. Places. I heard I heard it described perfectly the other day. They they didn't describe the show. But it's it wasn't his show specifically. It was another show. But they said it's a brain off show. You can yeah. just turn your brain off and kind of watch it and drift in and out. You can nap to it. You can play on. You can look on your phone to it. You can do everything. The sad part is, though, I'll like so that's the, I like have photographic memory when it comes to food and like if somebody brings up like a city or something, I'm like, oh yeah, man, you should try. I saw this on. Diners, drivers, and dives because I've seen the same episode like twenty times. I'm like, man, you should go here. They got, they got this awesome chicken biscuit sandwich or something like that. And they're like, how the hell do you know that if you've never even been there? <laughs> well, it's like the chicken sandwich that I ask you about Thanks, at least a hundred times uh, a, a year. Oh, the one in North Carolina. I, yeah, I still haven't had, but I will have the biscuit and chicken and the cheddar. Yeah, it looks good, yeah. man. Um, all right, Chap- well, Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. I gotta get there. <laughs> I got to. Thank you. I have to get there. All right. Never, so never forget. <laughs> I'll have. I will make that my profile picture for the that until I die. That will be my profile <laughs> picture. On um, Lindsay will get really mad, but oh well. Um, moving forward, we're both excited about this. We haven't watched it yet. Uh, I'm, I th- I feel like I may make this my um uh, Friday night watch. 
or I might make it my Saturday morning if there's not an F1 race watch. Um, the Marvel What If series has started on Disney+. Plus. We haven't watched it yet, but Kenny, what are you looking forward most out of this, and uh, what makes you excited about it? I, I'm just curious to see kind of the stuff that they come up with, because it's literally, and it's kind of like I was trying to explain it to Mindy, like what it is, and she was like, kind of like, is it stuff in the future? Or is it like, what is it? Does it have anything to do with anything that is going to happen in the actual universe? Like, because I, I told her it was an animated series. So I think that kind of might have turned her off a little bit. And it's like, but that's the thing is like, it's hard to say. Like, yeah. Now that we are getting into this multiverse stuff, and that's exactly what this deals with. I. Do we know if any of this stuff might actually become something like? I can't remember. It's hard but to I say. I believe somehow the Watchers are involved. Yeah, I think they narrate the whole thing. Okay, so it's. I don't think any of this will come back into the cinematic universe, but I believe it's breadcrumbs for something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's hard to tell because some of this stuff might be in the past, some might be in the future. It's going to have all these different characters, and it's cool that they have a lot of the, the majority of the characters are voiced by their MCU actors. Yes, for the most part. So um, it feels it? it feels like it fits. Who's the gentleman that passed away? That was Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman. I believe he voiced his character in the series. I think I, I, think, I think I read something where he did. I think too. this was his last. This might be his last work too. Mm. So, it, you know, and that's special, too, because he did such a great job with that character that oh, definitely, know, it's almost like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to <clears throat> compare him almost his work is almost like what Heath Ledger did with the Joker. Yeah, I mean, you got when you got some people that did that filled a role so well, it's hard to I mean, you don't want to replace people. But in like. If if you had to replace them with like a male counterpart, it's one of those. It's almost it's almost impossible, right? Like just having like his you know his sister or someone take up the mantle. That's what they and, and I think the guy that's directing it has said they're not going to recast the T'Challa character, right? And I don't think I don't think that they should. It, it means just would be nobody's going to go for it. Yeah. I think every no matter what they do, even if they do it right, people will be upset. And it's the same. Upset. I mean, there's a lot of characters like, could they ever recast Iron Man or Captain America? I mean, even then, I think Cap- I think Captain America could be recast. I I give me get how how long would you give me to recast him? I can't do it on this show, but how long? How many? Give me two weeks. I mean, he's my least favorite Marvel like superhero, probably. Well, not least favorite, but as far as the Avengers, probably. But I still think like his character would be hard to be replaced with the exact same like. If you had a person that kind of took the Captain America role over, which you had in, in the in the different um, series, but if you if you tried to yeah. recast, like obviously like Falcon is the new Captain America now, right. so. No, but no, it's, I, but it's I different. Could, He's not. They didn't recast Steve Rogers. I could recast Steve Rogers. Chris Evans is good. He did a great job. I don't want to take anything away from him. I think he did fabulous. I could recast him. I just think, man. I don't know. I guess at this point, for for me, like 
I feel like some of these guys are that character now because they've been doing it for so long. It would just be really, really weird. It would, yeah. Oh no, you're you're exactly right. It would be. But I think him, he's easy to do. He's gonna be he would be easy to do. <clears throat> I think who would be easy to do too. I mean the thing the is Hulk, too like uh, we found out the Hulk is hard to do apparently. I think yeah, I think took, Mark it, Mark Ruffalo took, does a great job. It took three people for him to get it right. Yeah, and you gotta um, that's the thing, you can't just you can't just have you can't just play a good Hulk. Like you have to be a good you really have to be a good Bruce Banner. Right. Before you can be a good Hulk. And I think he fits the role of both very Bruce, well. Bruce Banner really, really well, yeah. Yeah. Um but back trying to bring back to to, to Marvel what if I am excited about it. I know what some of the stories already are from the trailer. Yeah, I've, seen a, I've, seen, I've heard a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more interested to see how they play out and to see if they are breadcrumbs that lead to, you know, the bigger uh, Marvel, yeah. Marvel Universe movies. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting at is like, I'm excited to see the stuff they come up with, but also at the same time, I'm curious to see if any of it ends up having any kind of relevance or if there's any. Easter eggs, or if any of the movies that we see in the future will reference back to any of the stuff, and right. it may, and it may not. It may purely just be a a what if scenario, and it's just like then that's exactly what it is. So I'm that's how I'm going to try to take it. But at the same time, it's like with the, it's it appears that the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be like multiverse themed stuff especially from the new pictures and stuff that we see with like the new spider-man movie who knows man like at this point i'm kind of i'm really i was very excited for the infinity saga because it was kind of one of the one of the more interesting like story arcs for marvel at least for me growing up i thought it was pretty awesome that it ended actually ended up being in the movies and it was good so the multiverse stuff, like it just has so many possibilities and leaves so many doors open. Like it's just so hard to say like what they're gonna do because now at this point, I mean, they can almost they can almost do anything because like Marvel right. comic books, Marvel comic books have, have, have has always been a multiverse. Like we talked about it before, where you've got Spider Man. This guy writes this Spider Man series, you know. Ultimate Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. They're all Spider-Man, but they're different storylines. They might have some of the same villains, but they look different. And he might be dating Mary Jane here. He might not be. He might be dating what Emma Watson or whatever the other one was. Not Emma Watson, but there's another female love interest he had in the comic book. So it's like, it just depends on like how how his story. Story is always very similar, but it's different, you know. So there's so many possibilities that they can that they can have like they can interpret different stories in different ways and some some characters that we've seen in the past they can just basically have a different version of that character from an alternate earth now right just like loki like we saw how many different varieties of lokis there were and a frog all a in thor. one place and a thor frog frog, frog thor yeah yeah he was there so i mean it's just it's hard to say, man. I mean, we are, and that's the thing. We already kind of got us got us a taste of the multiverse with Spider Man. 
into the mm-hmm. into the Spider Verse. So yes. So I mean, it's just it, it's. I'm very curious to see what they do with uh, the villains and like it, like who's going to be the big. Is there going to be one big main villain in it? I mean, obviously Kang is a big deal. Reading some of the stuff about Thor: Love and Thunder, they've got another like kind of big deal villain that's going to pop up in that in that movie. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I still I'm still not 100 sure what the the plot line of the movie is, but I'm trying not to read. I like when I see set. I like to see the set pictures and stuff, just yeah. to kind of see like what, what kind of like what the characters look like and stuff. But like as far as like the actual like plot lines, like I'm just gonna kind of wait until the movie comes out. Spoil yeah. too much. I got. You. Yeah, I don't want to know too much about it, especially because like they didn't really, they haven't really led into it with any other movies yet to kind of know exactly where they're going. Right. So. I don't know, man, but like I said, yeah, with that series, it's just, I'm very curious to see if anything has to do with anything else. And if it doesn't, and it's pretty interesting on its own, then that's cool. But, yeah. Um, so, we got a couple uh, trips coming up, um, and there's some announcements with those trips. One came out yesterday. I think both of them actually came out yesterday, didn't they? Uh, roughly, yeah. Yeah. Um my yearly pilgrimage to Bonnaroo and Kenny's New Orleans trip, his yearly New Orleans trip. Uh, when are you taking yours? Uh, end of September. It's like the 28th. Okay. Is one of the Like a Tuesday, I think. Tuesday, 28th. So, and it's they both have something to do with, you know, each other, actually. Bonnaroo's big announcement was the requirement of either being vaccinated or a, uh, I believe now, I could be wrong. I haven't read the post today. I read it yesterday, but I believe it's a um, negative COVID test that's no longer than three days old. Um, If you have the vaccine, you're not required to wear a mask at all times outside. But if you do not have the vaccine, you are required to wear the mask at all times. Masks are required at all indoor facilities. Um, So it's just one of those things where, you know, they just want to make the experience safe as possible. Now it's still a festival. There's still a lot of people. It's still sketch town. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and but you get people, you got you got to expect it at this point, though. But up until this point, their only COVID precaution was not allowing chairs. That way, there was less contact between you and security. Oh. That that that's a real comment from real go. people at Bonnaroo. That 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 I have that in several emails. Hmm. Which wow. up until up until yesterday was a joke of how we're dealing with COVID. Um, my thing is is you know what I'm glad they're doing something. I'm glad they're stepping up and they're trying. Yeah, and the thing is, too, I mean, at this point, when it comes to any kind of large gatherings, it's like they're going to have to show that they're have protocols in place otherwise they run the risk of well getting shut down possibly several uh, acts now several acts have dropped out already no questions asked they just dropped out several other acts have had threatened to drop out if they didn't follow some guidelines and so artists did put them kind of in a corner to do something in bonnaroo 
in true Bonnaroo form, waited to the last second to actually do something. I mean, it's fair to hold them accountable, though. I mean, you got to, you got to, we got to be smart. Like, nobody wants to do this stuff, but like, it's just, man, it just is what it is right now. Like, I get why people are so upset, is because, like, it really, you know, it felt like, oh, man, we're finally, we're making progress. We're not wearing masks inside anymore. Like, it starts, it's starting to feel like, you know, real life again. And then, like, here this comes, and it's like, we're right back. Feels like, you know, 2020 over again. Yeah, but I feel like this time, like, I'll let you go go on to what's happening in New Orleans, but I feel like this time, everything is more proactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has a different feel to it. Yeah, and, you know, we're we're doing a lot of stuff. Some of the stuff that they felt like worked last year, they're implementing sooner. Yeah. And, like, as soon as they saw stuff was getting bad, they're like, all right, back to it. Yep. And, yeah, like you said, so that's exactly what New Orleans did. Like, when they started seeing, like, a lot of the Delta stuff pop up in New Orleans, they're like, all right. They, they, I mean, they, they pulled out the mask mandate inside, like, rapidly, like, super quick. I and, saw the Saints came out and had a uh, – uh, I don't think it's going to be full capacity, and they may have some vaccine protocols as well. Oh, I'd be surprised. And, yeah, and then, like, you know, a lot of the local businesses, like the restaurants and stuff, like, they – will typically go above and beyond what the guidelines are like some of the places that, that we like to go like they have limited capacity or they're going to be uh outdoor dining only or even as far as which i haven't seen you know like na- obviously nashville hasn't done anything like this but like i haven't seen any restaurants do this but there are a few in new orleans right now they're like if you want to dine inside we're going to need to see your your vaccine card yeah which i thought was crazy like and you know, people left and right are like, "Oh, that's that's break. You can't that that's, that that goes against the HIPAA laws and this and that." And actually, you know what? It doesn't. No. And if, 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 if you if, read if you read up on like HIPAA for fifteen minutes, if you read if you just Google search anything with like vaccine, like COVID vaccine and HIPAA if you just look those two things up and read any kind of articles, like you'll find out exactly why it's guess perfectly what, fine Kenny? for them to ask that question. Kenny, guess what? What's up? You can say no. Oh yeah, and exactly. Then, and then they can deny you service. Yeah, you can go somewhere else. And then you can go somewhere else. It's how it is. I don't yeah. blame that restaurant for doing what they feel like they have to do to keep themselves safe and open. They're doing what they have to do, regardless yeah, just, if they, you know, they're following the rules so they can stay open. Yeah, that's the thing. So then people got to realize, too, like some people are going to be more worried about stuff than other people are. Some people have like there's like like, for instance, like there's a restaurant that we really want to go to in uh, when we we're in Hawaii. And right now they still aren't doing dining. They've been doing takeout for like a year and a half. Yeah. And they have someone in their family that has, like, is high risk because of pre-existing conditions, and they don't want to take the risk. So the thing is, like, when when, when restaurants kind of, or any any business does something outside of the norm, like, you just, you don't know. Like, you just never really know. So, like, people jump to conclusions and think that they're just being crazy, but... You know, it is what it is, and like 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 said, like we, it's not anything that we haven't done before. I mean, you know, we're all 
seasoned as far as you know masks they're still inconvenient but they're less awkward you know and it's 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 just man with the restaurants and going inside places like people get so upset but it's like especially at restaurants i don't see why people get so mad because it's like as soon as you hit the table you can take it off yeah like what's the what's the fucking the big deal? only place we weren't allowed to take masks off before we got our food was in Asheville. There was that oh, one restaurant, or it yeah. might have been protocol. They were like, leave your mask on until your food gets to the table. Or was it and until you ordered? Yeah, it was like when your water got there, you could take it off pretty Yeah, much. it was something like, I think it was like after you ordered or something like that. Basically, yeah. I, I guess, and I get what they're doing. Like, they're just trying to minimize maskless Mask. contact with their servers and stuff like that. I get it. And guess what? It wasn't that big of a deal. We it's still not, had a good man. time. It still had good food. That was a good breakfast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right before we left. That was so good. It made the ride home not as bad as being crammed into the front seat with y'all. I do appreciate that again so much. That's <laughs> what we're here for. Uh, but no, I, I am I am okay with protocols as they are right now. Yeah, and that's the thing. Will it get better or worse before we do what we're going to be doing in September slash October? Not hard to say. Yeah. <clears throat> but the thing is, like, I do know, like, I mean, especially with like businesses, there's a lot of companies that are requiring vaccination for their employees and stuff like that. And people seeing how that it's a little bit more contagious than the average COVID. I mean, the vaccination rates, I mean, they are going up when people see that there's places that are requiring it and that is perfectly, you know, in line with the law for them to require that. I think some people are like, well, they still might not want to get it, but they're getting it because they want to be able to do certain things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. But did I want to go back to New Orleans this year with it being a lot more normal than last year and actually feeling like New Orleans? Yes. And I still think that, you know, as far as it, come, it comes to, like, outside activity, that it will be. Because, like, last year it was like, man, you go to the French market, nobody there. None of the, vend- none of the vendors know nothing. Is that still going to be the case? Mm, hard to say. Wasn't a, lot of, wasn't a lot of music, wasn't a lot of art. I think that's probably going to come back. Yeah. And, you know, people are obviously, you know, people are traveling a lot more this this year, too. Like, we're learning to kind of navigate it, and people are a little less, you know, paranoid about airports and paranoid about flights and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I'm hoping hoping it'll kind of feel a little bit more alive. Now, the good thing is there were several places that we couldn't go to eat last year that we always go to uh, that are open now. Only one that I'm waiting on, man, is Emeralds. Like, just good old, just straight up Emeralds. Like, it's been closed. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, more than a year, but um, they are reopening, but they don't have a date because, like, everybody's having a hard time finding employees. So oh, every yeah. time they, every time they post something, I'll get excited, but it's always just a, like, hey, we need front office staff, or hey, we need sous chefs, or this and this and that. I'm like, damn, man, like... Keep hoping it's going to be a date that's like in line with when we're going to be there. But if it's not, it's not. But you know. But all right. Maybe next year will be our year where things go back to normal. 
All right, let's see. Last, we'll end it on this. And since it's the end of the show and we get to talk about football now, I have a fantasy football question. Um, it's really wanting Richard here for this, but, you know, we'll deal with what we have. Um, Kenny, sorry, let me set this up for you. Last year in my other fan, it's not the one we're in, so that's why I'm asking y'all this. I was given the option to trade someone for a second round pick and I would give up an eighth and a player. I believe it was Tyreek Hill. So someone's second round pick for my eighth round pick and we swapped players. So now we get, since it's a snake draft, I get to pick one through 10. I get to pick 10th. So my first and second pick are going to be back to back. And then I get to pick fifth in the second. So I get in the second round, I get the first and fifth pick. So basically last year you did make a trade that involved a pick this year. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, now here goes the hook. It's a keeper league. I was going to say, is it a keeper? League? Okay. Yeah. So your first round pick is your keeper if you choose to keep one. So I could roll the dice and see who people don't keep and snag somebody and possibly get my guy first pick in the second round and then pick someone up number five. Okay? Yeah. So now I'm going to read names off of people if I think I should keep. And you can tell me what you think I should do. Um, first off, I did have Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been my keeper for two years straight. I will not be keeping him this year. I wouldn't either. <laughs> something, uh, something with him, man. I just don't know. Like, is he still physically capable? Absolutely, but something's going on with him. Something's going on with him, man. Uh, the whole fact funny, that he delayed the surgery and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not feeling that. I finished I finished uh, second to last in the league, and I still almost made the playoffs. That's how competitive this league is. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty even. Um, so I got Chris Carson, running back Seattle, J.K. Dobbins, running back Baltimore, or the guy I traded for, Saquon Barkley, running back New York Giants. Mm. I also have Chase Claypool. Which may be my back-to-back pick, but we'll wait. Um, so here, so I could take Saquon. Now here goes the hook with Saquon. If I take him, I can put him on my injured reserve list, and I can pick someone up in that slot. But when he comes back, I have to drop a person. Yeah. Damn, man. I wish we had an injured reserve slot in our league. I like, man. I like. I still like Saquon, man. Like. I do too. I don't want to be the person that doesn't take them, but J.K. Dobbins is getting the reins. We don't know. I mean, he played good, but we don't know how good he's going to be for a full season. Yeah, and that's the thing. They have the best. Well, they have they had the best rushing attack in the league last year, right? Yeah. But how much? I mean, a, a lot of that. I mean, still a lot of that's going to be um, Lamar Jackson. So it's right. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Also, Chris Carson. Yeah. I mean, he's going to run the ball a lot in Seattle. Yeah, he's, he's been a beast, too. Yeah. 
like I'm saying these names right now, and you're going. I can see how you almost made it to your fantasy. Like I had, I know, top, dude. I had a solid team last year. I had no fantasy tight end. It was great. The first time I got Chris Carson, it was a steal because like nobody really knew who he was, and I wasn't even that familiar with him. And the dude just ended up producing. But then like that was one year, and then after that, everybody kind of knew what he was about. It's kind of what happens with you and running backs and me with wide receivers. Yeah. So yeah, man, like. But what's funny is, is I can roll the dice. And I guess the other thing too is he doesn't keep a fucking better running back. I guess the other thing too is I'm looking at is like the, the divisions that they play in too. So I'm like looking at that's why I'm looking at Saquon where he's like even if he's like eighty percent, like I'm looking at you know Dallas. I'm looking at the Eagles. The Except only, for, you know, obviously the Washington, but you're always going to have, you're going to have at least a good defensive team. Yeah, I need to look at their schedule. That's what I need to do and yeah. figure it out. Because with J.K. Dobbins, he still has to play Pittsburgh. He's going to have to play Cleveland. He's going to have to play, I mean, Cincinnati might be the easiest defense in that division. With Chris Carson, you got to play L.A., you got to play San Francisco, you got to play, you know, Saquon may have the easiest division schedule as far as that goes yeah that's kind of kind of what i was thinking but and also too i mean he's but he's a he's a great pass catcher too so yep he's i mean yeah but he may not come it, back but also there's a question mark on when he's coming back yeah i mean the reports have been good but yeah you're right but man but i get the turn i get the flip-flop pick so i can get the best available running back in round two and still have him. So, like, I could literally get Saquon Barkley and J.K. Dobbins, or Saquon Barkley and Chris Carson. Yeah. Like, there, there, there goes the real problem. All right, I, let, let's say I take Saquon, but who do I pair him with? Or do I not take him? And who's the Panthers running back? Uh, oh, McCaffrey. Yeah. Maybe the guy decides not to keep McCaffrey. Yeah, like that's those are things that are going through my head. I know the guy that has uh, uh, the Saints running back. I can't think of Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. He's already kept him. That's well, that's that's probably smart. Smart, smart. Yeah, because running backs are such a, you know, it's tough. Yeah, and he's an outlier too, man, because he's heavily involved in the pass game, and he's yep, he's pretty. And the thing is, too, he's very, for his. He's not a small guy, but for for a, a leaner like running back, he's proven to be pretty pretty sturdy. <laughs> so like he just didn't really get hurt a lot. So dude, I, I should have uh, said that out loud, but it's okay. You're all right. <laughs> um, I really like this team from last year because my line like you can have two defensive players, and my two defen- defensive players were Devin White and Levante David. Oh yeah. So it was just kind of fun because they put up good points. They're not the best ones, but it's just kind of fun always having those guys. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 been the fantasy corner for us. <laughs> Ooh, be hard to pass up Saquon for me, man. I think I'm going to end up sitting on Saquon and then uh, picking up another running back immediately. And, hell, maybe getting a third. Maybe my first three picks are running backs. Because I picked fifth. Just corn and corn in the market. I might have to try to because if I can get Chris Carson, 
imagine that. I start to start the season off with J.K. Dobbins and Chris Carson with Saquon Barkley on the bench. Y'all do y'all do a flex? Uh, yeah, we do two. I believe it's two flexes. Oh. No, no, we do one flex. One flex. Well, there you, there you go. So that yeah. if you if you had all three of them, you have the option to play all three at once. Yeah. If the if the stars lined up and then you had good matchups. Right. Exactly. And then I just got a wide receiver so damn deep. Like, I don't really worry about that. And you know me and my and how I feel about quarterbacks. So yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You don't. I got lucky one year. I got super lucky one year. But other than that, I don't think I'll ever get that lucky again. I've gotten lucky with a few. I've gotten like Russell Wilson pretty late one time, and Andrew Luck like super late one time, and I got Patrick somebody Mahomes. else. I got Patrick Mahomes super late. Oh, that was, became, that was a steal, yeah. The year he became Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, you, you took you took the risk that paid off because everybody was kind of wondering like, yeah, if this dude was going to show out. And he was on my radar, but I had him like. I'm almost positive. So I had him like several rounds later. Like oh, he was going to be like my I took I late forgot quarterback the, pickup. I forgot the quarterback I took before him, but I started him. I remember starting him week one over Patrick, and then Patrick putting up like forty fantasy points, and I still won. But like everybody, the consensus was like, "Well, we know who Seth's starting next week." Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh man, it was great. All right, I guess that's it, man. I've had a I'm 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 full of this show. How are you feeling? I'm full, man. <laughs> all right, we appreciate y'all listening and uh don't forget you can find us on all our social media accounts at Big Ten and Rich on Twitter, uh Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us on all platforms, Spotify, uh Apple, Stitcher, Podbean, everything. Um oh yeah, I found out now. I found out the other day I was reading something Apparently, more people listen to podcasts on Spotify than they do Apple wow. at this moment. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, I, I was shocked to hear that. I do like the platform. I, I do like the the setup. Yeah, I do Spotify too. For it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, and if you have any, if you would like to email us any questions or talk to us about something or think we need to add something to the show, please emails email us at big ten rich at gmail.com. Thank y'all for listening. Have a good weekend. Yep. Bye-bye.